Wherever we are, wherever we go, we are all united. This is my club. This is where I belong. So welcome to Devil's Whistle Transfer Window Review. And today we have Sahar and we have um, Rahul. So we're just going to go through the transfer review. Boys, just on the basis of everything that's happened in the window, what's your thoughts and how excited are you for the season? So I'll uh, go to you, Sahar. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Uh, can't lie, I'm excited. Uh, very excited. Um before the transfer window kicked off, I wasn't sure um, if we would actually make any big signings. But the fact that we've gotten three players, and all three players, you can argue, at least two of them, you know, are world-class, Varane and Ronaldo. And at least with Sancho, he's a uh, world-class talent if he's not a world-class player today. Um, still think that we have a slight gap in the middle. Um, mm. So hope that we had signed a DM, but I mean, the firepower up front and you know, Varane coming in the back. It's great, great transfer window. Rahul, for yourself? Uh, yeah, not much to say on Sahar's point of view. Um, lacking a defensive mid, which is a worry. Um, I don't think McTominay and Scott can hold that position down. Um, but as the season goes on, we'll, we'll see. Because um, you look at Chelsea, their midfield... They're, they're, for me, I'll, I'll tell you at the start of the video, I think they're title contenders over everyone and Liverpool, yeah. them too. I don't think City are in it. Liverpool? Mm-hmm. Liverpool? Liverpool. <laughs> all right, well, all right, carry on. So the issue is, right, I mean, I've been up front in even in our conversations and I've said to you both, we had a three-year project, right? Usually yeah. a transition takes three years. And three years, when I say three years, I mean you have the January window and you have also have a summer window. So ideally it comes into four, four years, right? Ollie's going into his now third year, right, at United. He's had the summer when he first came in. So he had the half a season and then he had the summer. Then he's had two whole years where he's had the January window and he's had the summer as well. This summer, I mean, prior to even when we went into the summer, I said to you both, we're going to have a big summer. Usually that happens when we have a new sponsor, right? So new shirt sponsor comes in, United and Glazers, they usually work in this way, is that they need to sell those shirts. They need to do something big to appease those um, sponsors. Right now, I'm, I am very happy what, with what we've done. Yes, I know we, we're lacking in certain areas of the squad, but to think about the fact that we've added three first-team players to the first team, right? Usually that doesn't happen, right? Usually we probably get one first team player that comes into our team and we probably get three squad players. To do and that... push. Exactly. So <laughs> it has been so good. Have, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's been a solid like nine out of 10 for me. Uh, if we signed a defensive mid, it'd probably be a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Um, providing, providing who the defensive midfielder was. Obviously, mm. um, Camavinga's gone Madrid. So that's a Do you while. guys think... I mean, um, the camera that was a gamble. Chat, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. That was a gamble, wasn't it? Was a it? Massive because gamble. Do you think Camavinga could have done the same job? I mean, I rate Scott highly, and I think Scott yeah. and, as a holding midfielder, I think he probably can do that job. He's probably not a holding midfielder, but his range of passing to play that deep and just be very consistent and stay in that level, he can drop like seven out of ten performances regularly. Yeah. Whereas Fred probably does that what one like 
you know, he, he'll drop seven and then he'll drop a four out of 10 performance and then he'll probably have an eight. So he's not very consistent in that role. Whereas yeah, I think yeah. going into this window and what I'm hearing and what I'm reading as well is that we're probably are going to switch to a three in mid yeah. and that's going to be Pogba, Bruno and Scott. Are you, I know not happy, but are you kind of, you know, content with that for this season or do you think that's going to be a hindrance for us? Uh, firstly, I, I think it will be a hindrance. Um, um, the reason why, um, when I compare myself to the other teams that we're competing against, we're not quite at the same level. <laughs> and I think also the way football is today, um, it's like, you know, when we when we used to play 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and we had players who could fill in and, and do a role, um, it would work then. But now the level, the intensity of the game is has gone so much more. You need ball players in every position. Even the goalkeeper, to some extent, needs to be a ball player. Agreed. And I think, and I think, you know, missing missing like that middle person, which is the orchestrator of the team, like it's a big miss. We'll probably put away um, like small teams, but I think we will still struggle with some small teams. You know, when people mm-hmm. shut up shop, yeah, and press us. Um, I think in the big games, like I expect our firepower, firepower to overpower and Oli to have some tactics. Like, he's, he's done well against the big teams if you look at his record. But I mean, just over the course of the season, yeah, I, I think we'll leak and yeah, we'll, we'll get pressed and we'll get pressured and we'll lose games for that reason. And it'll come down to not having that middleman. It's, it's, um, another thing is he, he makes stupid fouls as well him and Fred together just yeah. stupid yeah. mistakes like you don't need to stick your foot in it'll be out on the edge yeah. of the box no need to stick his foot in we've still got our back four there so if he does get past you there's a centre back or a wing back mm-hmm. but the geese are just I don't know maybe he wants to prove himself or what but he, he makes these schoolboys errors which will cost us goals you know I think what was a couple of season last year was it Ward Prowse the free kicks and stuff where yeah. Right, yeah. yeah do you know what I mean stupid fouls him and Fred in the middle of the park giving away free kicks two goals like do you think come on man you can't with be the doing addition that of Iran, do you think with the addition of Iran <coughs> it allows Scott to have that kind of protection as well now and it allows us in terms of our midfield would that um, maybe give us some kind of like I said being I think, content with I think this he'll 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 help him in the sense of becoming better. And maybe because at Madrid, he had Casemiro in front of him, he'll probably give him a few tips. I mean, he's not going to be as good as Casemiro, nowhere yeah. near. <laughs> but um, he, he'll, he'll give him a few pointers and hopefully push him in the right yeah. direction. Yeah. Good, good thing about Scott in comparison to Fred is, like, you'd say that he's got age with him. So he's got yeah, that's the thing. He's still developing. So... He's I not a like, product. I feel like in a lot of our games where we're not playing well, Scott steps up a lot more than yeah, others. I mean, Villarreal comes to mind where we were not until Scott came. Like Scott drove us forward in that game, so he's I mean, not last, a DM. Season, he's not a DM. Scott, he's Scott probably more of a box to box player anyway. Scott had a quality season last season. Yeah, yeah he did. well, not quality season, but he had a good strong good season. season that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he, he got nine goals in midfield where, as well. But 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 can, I could uh, just move forward. Yeah, but just coming back to what you said, I mean, the problem is I don't see Scott as like, as like a sitting player or a yeah. DM. He's better box to box, and you know we're talking about some poor fouls he's given. That's it. He lacks discipline. 
yeah, he can play the transitions when the ball come out from the defence and he can play a quick pass and, and, and that's what we're looking for. But he's not got the discipline to, you know, keep going in that role. He needs to release. And I think in a free with someone like Bruno and Pogba, I can't see either of them having the discipline and filling in for him. Honestly, yeah. no chance. But to yeah. be fair, I know we say we're playing a three, but Bruno doesn't really play as a midfielder, does he? Yeah. He plays as like a shadow striker anyway. Yeah. So same with Pogba. Pogba's been with, playing in attacking yeah. positions as well recently. Yeah. So that's why That's we the thing. That you, you of, need um, yeah. yeah, you need someone who's just gonna sit in front of the back four and literally not yeah. move. Like exactly these guys love to do things and sometimes you see Fred shoot um, with his right foot, left foot, whatever foot it may be, it's, it's going wide and it's like, yeah. why do that? Do you know personally, what I mean? Personally, I think the only person who can somewhat do a job there and will have discipline but he's not at the level is Matic. <laughs> He'll... He, what his Matic's has, quality yeah. Is, yeah. is gone down, no doubt. He's, he's coming to the end of his years, but I mean, I personally feel he'll do a better job in that position than someone like Scott. Do you I think, think if teams? I think if teams are shutting up shop, um, providing they don't have quick strikers and the counter attack ability, you probably could play match. Yeah, but if if it's an open game, I would I would I'd play match maybe one in like five games, but I wouldn't consider yeah. it. His no, his legs yeah. are gone. Yeah. He just lacks energy and. He's not the same as he was at Chelsea. At Chelsea, he was brilliant. Yeah. But would you say, like, in the in the games, that, in the top six games, or even, I would say, top eight, because I think at least most of the teams in top eight do press to a certain extent, <clears throat> you play Friday McTominay in the pivot, and then you play Pogba, Ronaldo, and Sancho, I would say, until Rashford's the thing, back, and then put Bruno in the hole. I think Sancho's injured. He's dropped out of the uh, England yeah, squad. So today. Then Greenwood yeah, so Greenwood comes in for Sancho. I think for yeah, me, and I probably, my, I, would, I probably wouldn't, I, um, I probably wouldn't even drop Greenwood to be honest. I'd yeah, start him over Sancho yeah, since start. I've seen he he's got to start. Yeah, over Sancho he has to start on, based on form. But generally yeah. speaking, when I look at our top, like our strongest eleven, for me, it has to be, I would say Rashford, Ronaldo, Sancho, and then you have a three, and that would be what Pogba, Scott, and Bruno in the three, and then your back would be Shaw, Maguire, Varane, and Wamsaka, and De Gea goes in goal. I think the reason why you do that is because Greenwood's still young, he's still learning, so he has that time, he will sit on the bench. We've brought in Sancho on ridiculous amounts of ages, and he's meant to be a first-teamer, right? Whereas Greenwood also doesn't... When you look at the front three that you have, you have Rashford, Ronaldo, and then if you add Greenwood, all three of them are basically goal scorers. There's not a a creator in there if you switch Greenwood for Sancho you've got a, a creator on the wing who can actually put those you know tap in balls for Ronaldo or Rashford to come in on I think that's why I think that works when we go forward yeah on the um, left hand side you probably have Rashford cut in and you'd have Luke Shaw whip it in obviously yeah. Ronaldo coming in makes the height so we have the ability to cross I mean Cavani can head up, don't get me wrong, but Cavani's yeah. heading to Ronaldo's heading. Come on, let's just not be silly. Um, on the right-hand side, once again, that's a worry. You've got Wan-Bissaka, great defensively. Going <laughs> I, forward, I, I think he know, gets a lot of stick for something that's not in his kind of control. I think Maybe pa- I don't see it, but yeah. <clears throat> sometimes I think at Palace, right? 
at Palace, he had to, you know, hone his defensive attributes, right? And then when he's come in at United, he's been given that license to go forward a bit. But he's not had anyone in front of him who's, you know, a consistent player that he can build a relationship of. Right, so yeah, we saw last true. season with Rashford and Shaw kind of linking up, and even before that, we saw with Depay and Shaw being bringing that link up. And it's important to know that what that person is going to do. So if you know the winger in front of you is going to cut inside, I'm always going to overlap him, and then you're going to build those kind of instincts, right? Right now, Wan-Bissaka has always had what Greenwood in front of him. Greenwood isn't yeah. a winger; he doesn't occupy the byline. He's always cutting inside, so again, he's not needing to overlap anyway. Yeah. So I, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying, Akid, to some extent. But then equally, I, I'm going to take it back to the point I made about, um, you know, football is now quite transformed. You need 11 ball players. Wan Basaka 10, 15 years ago, hands down, would have been considered probably one of the best right backs in the world, right? Based on tackling ability, etc. But now the game like puts so much more emphasis, even in fullback positions, on people to attack and be able to link up with play. So I just don't think, I personally don't think he has it. I know that maybe having a steady partner ahead of him, he can develop some sort of relationship and improve. He is a bit young as well. So maybe there is some development that could be done on his side as well. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I'm content with Wan Basaka. I don't think he's the problem. Um, I know a lot of people try and give him stick. But I think also he, with Varane I don't coming think in he's as a well. problem. I think problem is yeah. a bit of like a strong word. Strong word. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like he's not a problem. He does his job well. Yeah. Um, Varane Ma- coming in does yeah. help. But, yeah. Maybe, um, maybe if I coin it like this, um, um, so if we're building a title-winning team, I would have no issue having Wan Bissaka in that team as long as we had better players in some other roles. Yeah. Yeah. And we're talking about the, the the DM position, for instance. <clears throat> the thing uh, is that I think that's the only position we're lacking from yeah. like from challenging from the title, to be honest with you. Um midfield looks fine, centre back looks fine. David Hare made some incredible saves against yeah, the Wolves definitely. that game. It, it shows he's still got the class. And I'm glad we didn't move him on this summer. And I am really happy we did it because and I, he, needs I know to, probably, he needs to show um, yeah. Henderson. Henderson can learn exactly. a lot. Yeah. And I think this whole kind of knee-jerk reaction whereas, oh, we need to shoehorn Henderson now because he was going to leave or, you know, he needed to get a contract renewal with us and now he wants to play with us. But he still needs to develop. And last season, one game alone just showed me it, that he needs time. Is the goal, the Liverpool game, where Salah scored, right? Henderson's positioning was awful. Is that the that... near post? Yeah. Well, where he yeah, went really yeah. near post and he allowed yeah. the rest of the, the the goals open. And generally that comes with experience and obviously to, you know, make sure that you kind of stay within your position and not get, you know, blindsided by the attacker. Um, and I think De Gea staying allows us to have that kind of consistency. De Gea does have you know, his kind of screw-ups and generally I would say in the last, what, two seasons, we've had at least three to four per season, I would say, um, from De Gea. But also my concern with De Gea is that his, he doesn't come out to collect the ball. Um, he's not really a sweeper. And if we're going to play a high line, he needs to come up with that. Yeah. To be fair, in the Wolves game, he did do a yeah, few of those great. coming up. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. if that's something that they are working on with him, then I'm happy with that. But I'm definitely happy the fact that we have kept him um, and allowing him to just see out maybe his contract. 
Yeah, hundred percent. I think yeah. I think it's I think it's needed. Like when you're building a title challenging or title winning squad, you need competition. And yeah, sometimes and and I know a lot of people argue today you could only have like one good person in a position, but I disagree. I think you need to in not all positions, but in some <laughs> positions, have multiple positions who are really good. I mean, you can look at Fergie's. Fergie's teams, we can look at the attack he used to have, right? He used to have like really good subs on bench. Berbatov, you know, didn't start. Mm-hmm. Tevez, I know he was in the free, but used to rotate as well. These are players that would have gone and they did go to other teams and walk into the the, the starting eleven. So I think I think the situation with the goalkeepers is a good one. Um you and this, the way you said it, we need multiple players for competition, right? I yeah. feel this is only comes with United fans and United in general, is that if we sign a player, oh, how is he going to fit? Or is he going to, you know, hinder yeah. the development of Mason as we had with Ronaldo? We're like, oh, Mason's a striker and that's going to take good time away from him. Whereas if you look at Chelsea, if you look at City, they yeah. have multiple people in those positions playing <clears> and <throat> there's no concern of, oh, he's going to hinder someone's it's, development. Yeah, uh, it's, it's um, you look at City, City are like, just ridiculous, Cancelo <laughs> and Carl Walker. Do you know what I mean? Then you've got yeah. Fernandinho, Rodri. You've got bloody. They did have Aguero and Gabriel Jesus, but that's that. I think then you've got what, well. Sterling, Foden. You, 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 yeah. you could set up like a, a whole new eleven, right? With like really, really good players. And I no one's talking about Foden's yeah. development, right? And yeah. his, you know, <laughs> taking time away from him, right? Still a young player, still going to get time, still going to get minutes and opportunities, right? So we shouldn't be doing that. And that brings me on to Ronaldo, right? So obviously we're all like really happy now that Ronaldo's back. Um, so I'll start with you, Sahar, because you've got the biggest grin on. <laughs> so go for it. What do you think of Ronaldo coming back in uh, two years? Unbelievable. Seriously, unbelievable. I know people say he's, he's 36 years old and there's, you know, questions around that, but his numbers last year, you know, were amazing for Juve. He was the top goal scorer in the league. More goals than Lukaku, cost 100 million to Chelsea. And the fact that, um, you know, he's a, he's an old player, there's a legacy at United to return and return at this pivotal period, you know, whilst we're on the brink of having a special team, I think, you know, it is really the, um, the cherry on top. So um, I think it's a great signing. I think a lot of the kids are going to learn from him. So even if we forget the impact he'll have on the pitch, impact around the team, and he's a goal scorer, so he'll get goals. I'll I want to go as I'll go even as far as saying that if Ronaldo turns up at Ronaldo level, let's say eighty percent of what we've known him to be in recent years, I think it could be a Van Persie type impact. You know, goals goals will win us games right and I know we've got we're talking about you know issues in the mid but if we overpower teams with people like Ronaldo why not right yeah so I'm super excited I can't wait to see him Rahul anything to add to that um his age would just be like a little bit of a concern um obviously do you think that is considering like I, I see that all around. Right? It's it's but... the prem. It's 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 the toughest league in the world. It is hands down. But then again, it makes me think if. But is he a, is he an actual natural thirty six year old? Is he like if we were to look at him in football? Yeah, in you terms, can do right? all these tests and stuff like that and all this and yeah, his body is average to what 28, 29. But that's that doesn't make a difference. The players he's going up against, the centre backs he's going up against, are much younger than him and much more stronger. This is the prem. 
They won't just have one centre-back. They'll have two centre-backs and probably a defensive midfielder trying to put, tackle him down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, it takes three players away. But then again, it's what can you do then? Tell me, three against but, one. He's not that. He's not the same guy that you, as first you're, joined. You're right, Rahul. I think of physicality, athleticism, it's not going to be quite near, you know, to, you know, what we know Ronaldo to be. And it's declining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one thing I, I think, and I, and, I, and I don't think enough people give him credit, he's a very intelligent player and he's um, adapted his game in these later of years. Course, of um, course. And, and of I course. think, you know, he, he will adapt, you know, coming yeah. to the Premier League. Now he's, you know, a fox in the box. You hardly see him getting goals from outside of the box. He utilizes, you know, the five-yard box well. So I don't know. I I I, I yeah. feel very optimistic about him. And I, I think uh, I, I, I should, feel yeah. yeah, I feel more positive as opposed to negative. Don't get me wrong. There are a few things like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's more like I'm worrying as to him ruining his legacy more as opposed to doubting him. Like I don't doubt him at all. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. I just don't want him to come to the prem and people put in like obviously like putting him down, do you know what I mean? Or you signed him, this, that, the other, blah, blah, blah. But then again, he had the same problem at Madrid. And that was when he was in his peak. He, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if you guys remember, he was going through um, a rough patch. Is and, that when um, the fans were like booing him as well? Yeah, fans turned yeah. against him, stuff like that. Da, da, da. And then what does he go and do? Smashes it. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it's, it's, I mean it, it can swing both yeah. ways, but I, I believe it will be more positive than negative. Yeah. I think this whole concept of, oh, you're not getting the same player, right? Which is fine. We're not getting the same player because he's a different pass, a different role that he's doing now, right? He's more of a center forward. When he left with us, he was a winger, right? Mm-hmm. Um, more of an inside forward when he left, right? But right now he's become a poacher, complete poacher. And he's more of a nine now than a seven, right? So yes, we are not getting the player that we had, but we're getting someone who's probably better than most people in the league in terms of finishing and scoring. The thing and, is, uh, yeah. And go he's going to add what, yeah, yeah. he's going to add what, 20, at least 20 goals. And that's probably me being very, you know, cagey, I would say, because I, I expect yeah. him to get more than 20. And then if you say 20 goals, mm-hmm. I would say he's probably going to add us 15 points alone in where, in terms of winning us matches. So in that aspect, and then if you look at who he has to like, you know, off the field, as you were saying, Sahar, like, you know, Rashford, Sancho, Greenwood, these guys are going to see a, a professional, how he comes into work, his yeah. training, the time that he spends, you know, the kind of commitment that he's done to football. And for players like Rashford, for players like Sancho and Greenwood, that's amazing, right? We saw the impact that Cavani had with Greenwood, right? Yeah. So this is going to be even more. And two yeah. years, I think it's a good deal. I think people underestimate him because it's a Premier League and they think that because he's he was at Juventus and they didn't win anything last year. But he, he did still, okay, yes, Juventus win the league every year. But if you look at his numbers when he was at Juventus, it's like he transitioned from Real Madrid back into Juventus and yeah. carried on, right? So why can't that happen here? Yeah. And, and I, I also think... think I, I just want to so, say, I did, yeah. like, sorry, Sahar. No, um, so the reason why it can't happen is is... Uh, I'm not trying to put a downer on your mood or anything, but but Italian football is very slow, bro. Very slow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Compared to the Prem, like, uh, obviously, I'm only comparing the league he's come from to what the league he's playing in now. Like, he could play up against 
that's, I don't know, say we go up against City and our luck could be Jones, John Stones and Ruben Diaz both injured. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's playing what, Laporte and Ake and he could have a field day. But then again, it could be the opposite. He could play Stones and Diaz and he struggles. But the, the, the Prem to the Italian league is very different. Yeah, no doubt. I was I was just like when you were speaking, Akid, I was thinking also about, you know, um before the Ronaldo transfer happened, um, we are so excited about the team we have, you know, the <laughs> firepower we have. And I think yeah. that's something to also take into consideration. Ronaldo's not coming in the team to like transform the team, lead from the front. We were quite confident yeah. prior yeah. to Ronaldo joining. The fact that Ronaldo's joined in games you're going to have this crazy lineup, at least in attack, yeah, attacking you. So it, again, probably open up, you know, positions for Ronaldo and it will alleviate a bit of pressure off him as well because he'll know he doesn't need to be the main man, even though you'll probably still push himself and try and operate at yeah. that level. So I think that's also a good thing that um, we have in our team today. He's not joining a team, which is shit. Um, he's joining somewhat a good team. And yeah, he's just adding to it. Yeah, definitely. I think and he'll I think... be um, a, a big player in the dressing room as well to add to that. To yeah. half. Do you know what I mean? When we go down in these games where it's like oh, yeah. one nil at half time, and you walk into that dressing room, yeah. you lots see of him. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lots of there's no way hiding. Attitude. Now, right? Yeah. And the thing is, there's no language barrier either. You know. Yeah. yeah exactly. He can speak to all sorts of players in all different languages. They all understand English. They don't. He can speak Portuguese to the ones that don't, yeah. and so on and so forth. But and they're all yeah, they're all going to want to listen. They're all yeah. going to want to listen. Of course, <laughs> exactly. I know. So we're talking about Ronaldo, right? But the biggest transfer that should have been this year should have been Sancho, right? So, well, considering that we were chasing him for eighteen months, probably longer. What's you guys take on Sancho signing then? Go on, Rahul. Um, I've always said that um, it'll take him and Varane um, a full season to get used to the Prem. You're on mute, mate. Um, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, my yeah. bad. Um, I, I think it'll take him and Sancho a full season to uh, get used to the Prem. I don't think they'll come hit, hit come in, hit the ground running. Um, I think Sancho's just been unlucky to obviously have that injury um, but then again I, I could be eating my own words because uh, Varane had half a decent game against Wolves do you know what I mean yeah so I think he had a really good game yeah <laughs> it's, 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 it's um, I, I saw one moment in the game where he was talking to Wambasaka and he was sort of guiding him and stuff like that um, but more onto the subject of Sancho um, yeah I, I think it will take him a full season yeah. 100%. The, physically, the physicality of the Prem. Um, yeah. He's going to be played on the left, played on the right. Do you know what I mean? He, he's going to be sort of all over the place and he likes the free roam, you know? Yeah. So it'll be difficult for him. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you as well there, Rahul. Um, I, think, um, I think one of the biggest challenges for him, aside from the fact that he's adapting to a new environment, and playing in a new league, new country, um, is the fact that he's coming into a team where he won't hold a space. He'll have to fight for a position. Of so, um, you know, um, that could hinder his development to some extent or his introduction back into mm -hmm. the team because 
Ole yeah, is going to yeah. have a real high bar, right? If you're not performing, you can't make, you know, sometimes people need to make mistakes and then learn and then, you know, come up. The thing is, it'll either, um, yeah. it'll either make him or break him, like you yeah. say, do you know what I mean? This, this yeah. is what turn him into an actual player. Yeah. If he can handle that pressure of being at United, at Borussia Dortmund, even the German league is fairly slow. Do you know what I mean? Apart from when they played Bayern Munich or like RB Leipzig or whatever, last season there, there wasn't really many that teams where he would run them ragged like wouldn't run them ragged do you know yeah. what I mean yeah he, he held his he held his space as well right he held his spot regardless yeah of, you know performances you know he started off poorly and then improved but, but he I was think lucky. that's that's been that's been a kind of a pattern for him as well yeah. people don't realize yeah, yeah he starts yeah, yeah. seasons very yeah. slowly yeah um in at least in the last two seasons he didn't get going until I think it was November and that's when you saw the best part of him mm. Um, like I, I do, I do see the kind of fear in terms of he needs to adapt to the league, and it's going to be kind of competition between him and Greenwood yeah. for that spot this season. We need that definitely as yeah. a team. It's going to make us better. As a player, it's down to him whether he adapts and how yes. he adapts. Right. I think for me also one thing that I noticed, especially in the two games that I've seen him in the league, not Dortmund, I would say in in the United games, he loves his one twos. Right. And players around him need to adapt really quickly, right? So from what I saw, especially in the Wolves game, his one-twos with one Saka, one Saka wasn't realizing where to move into to receive the ball again, right? Whereas if you have someone in midfield like Bruno or Donny, they'll adapt and yeah. they love their one-twos as well. So their link-up will be greater than, say, one Saka at the moment until they develop that kind of understanding. Yeah. So yes, Sancho was a great signing. And I think... In terms of us chasing him for so long and we pulled it over, um, yes, it's it's a good one and it's getting us happy again. But I think it's not one that we're going to be see like immediate fruits of. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's probably going to be probably around about November, December. I think you'll see a better form from him as well, understanding around the players. Yeah, so we've talked that. about we've talked about the ins. <laughs> Let's talk about the outs or <laughs> the one out that we had. There's there's not been enough outs. Yeah, and that's but basically yeah, been our agreed. issue, hasn't it? Right, over the years, we we're not able to move on players. I know Daniel James left, and I think that was a good, um, a good decision by the board as well to get yeah. rid of I, James. I, I, I just, I, I just feel like he came to us too at a young age. Um, yeah. I think he sh- we should have bought him, maybe loaned him out, the same as we did with Pelestri. Um, I don't know if you guys can remind me. Did did Ahmad get loaned out? Or no, he, he, got got yeah, injured, no he, got he got injured. Injured on yeah. on the final days. Yeah. So, so you go. Stay, so yeah. we we should be doing what Chelsea's doing. You know, buying yeah. all these youngsters, hot yeah. prospects, and just loan them out. Let them develop. Well, we have loaned out. Yeah. Players, from what I can see here, <clears throat> one, two, I think three, in more recent years we've started to do that. We've loaned out eleven players. Eleven players we've loaned out. This year, which is good. Okay. Um. From the list that I'm looking at, the only three that I would say that kind of give me kind of hope, I'd say, is Chang at Birmingham City. Um, he's been Gart, smashing it. He, and he's <laughs> been really good for them. He, do you he, know where he's been playing? Where? Is, uh, it, is it in the midfield three on the left? Oh, wow. I, I, I couldn't yeah, centre mid, but on the left-hand side. And apparently they love him there. And obviously That's... he's got Troy Deeney now going back to Birmingham exactly. City. Hopefully <laughs> learn a few things from him. So then you got James Garner at Nottingham Forest, and you got Ethan Laird at Swansea. You got Livett at Dundee United. Um, Will Fish has gone to Stockport. 
Um, and from this list as well, Nathan Bishop's at Mansfield Town. Where's Elanga? Is Elanga still still? Elanga stayed. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, kept yeah, yeah, Elanga. Yeah. Um, and he actually scored for Sweden. Yeah, yeah Sweden. I saw the goal. Yeah. Um, and he's pushing as well. And I think my issue has been right. And I, maybe hear me out. Maybe this might be a wild statement. We didn't get Sancho last window, right? And then the board started to fund Pelistri, Diallo, and James, right? To cover the fact that we didn't get Sancho. From those three, only James featured for us last season. And now, from all three of them, Pelistri's gone on loan to Alves. And then you have um, James Salt, and Diallo was meant to go on loan. So my kind of concern was, what was the direction for us to spend that money? Because if you think about it, we spent, what, 15 or 10 for Pelistri. We spend 20 for Diallo, and then you have another 17 add-ons if he fulfills those add-ons. And then you have 15 for James, right? That kind of direction now means that, okay, they didn't work out or are they for the future? But from that list, probably Diallo is the only one for the future. Yeah. And even him, he has competition now for places. Um, so that direction kind of concerned me. Because like, uh, that concerned me. Like, um, yeah. Yeah, go on. Sorry, sorry. I'll, yeah, it I'll concerns me that. basically. Like, if we didn't go for Sancho, and we knew that the next window we are going to go for Sancho, we bought in three players. Only one actually featured properly for us. Diallo came on for what two games, three games probably in the end. So scored a goal. Got yeah, a goal. scored a goal. Scored a goal through, <laughs> yeah. Right, but that was under Woodward. We didn't have the new transfers team yeah. in place by in there. Yeah. So that was a concern for me. And even looking at this window, the fact that we did that last year. Is like where was that direction going? Yeah, uh, I, I, I think with like Palistri and and Diallo and, and not James, I think they're much more long term. Um, James was brought in on short term. Like, mm-hmm. how old was he when he signed? Twenty one. He had experience playing in the championship, whereas the other two are coming from you know foreign, foreign countries and they're much younger. So, I think that there is a direction with them, and it's not. In the next few years, it's more long term, um, and you you can see it because we've got a few players like that. We signed Hannibal a few years back, right? Yeah. And I think he also fits into the pool and the direction of of those guys for the next. Maybe probably looking at three to five years, you'll start seeing them be yeah. better introduced, unless they sort of, um, you know, uh, come up yeah. quicker yeah. or yeah. fall off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but James, I, I wouldn't have put in the same category. I think James was definitely short term, and I think yeah. that's the reason why he's been sold because I think he will know. do really well for for Leeds yeah. as well. I think he's their kind of player, that kind of presser, and yeah. just that engine that they need as well. So yeah. it's a good move for him. He yeah. did. I mean, he he, he, he had he his worked, fair share of chances. Yeah. To yeah. be fair, every game. Do you know what I mean? And I think when I went to the Leeds game, yeah. um, obviously I was sitting behind the goal where Man United were attacking. So obviously up in the Stratford end. And um, there, there was one move where there was... So if you're looking down at the pitch, obviously Bruno's playing in the number 10. You've got Greenwood um, on your right and um, uh, Daniel James on your left. The geezer runs over and takes Greenwood space. Bruno's going mad at him. I'm looking over to my left where Wambasaka should be. He's not there. There's just acres of space on that right-hand side for United. And I'm thinking, this geezer's not built for United. Like, yeah. well, why are you running into another man's position? Like, there's yeah. two of you in the same spot. 
if they break down our right hand side, Wan Bissaka's done for. Do you know what I mean? Two yeah. versus one. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Schoolboy errors. Yeah. I think that's what it is. His I think his work rate and effort you can commend. Um, yeah. but the issue has been his, his technicality. Yeah, his yeah. decision making, his technicality, and his build, uh, his ability hasn't been up to the standards that we need him yeah. to be. So it's a good decision for us to loan uh, to sell him. Um, and I think that was the only one that I thought. I think for me, we we kind did we sell Pereira in the end, or he, is he gone on loan? He's gone on loan. Uh, loan, yeah, I think yeah. yeah, yeah. So. I think the other one that's gone on loan that I'm happy with was Chuenzebi. I think yeah. he needs time and he needs to play consistently now. I'm not sure if he will get that at Villa, but I hope he does. Um, I think he will. Yeah. And then we have the kind of players that I would put in the bracket that we can't sell. <laughs> so Phil Jones. Phil right Jones. Yeah. And I would there, actually, there was talk of him going into the championship, wasn't there? It was a championship. I think from what I read him. was that he couldn't prove fitness. Oh gosh. Well, why don't we just terminate his contract? Do you know what I mean? Just or is it more expensive doing that as opposed to I think, I think United we... just don't do that. I think United yeah, in we... terms wouldn't, you know, go down that route until yeah. they can try to sell him. So I think he's still about he, what he's an asset. Yeah, yeah, he's he's an asset to the team. We, we that's how and that's how we probably record him on like our financial books as well. So yeah, getting rid of someone, um, it'll be a loss for the club. That's how at least United see it. But they don't look yeah. at the wage, the wage structure and see how much he's affecting wage wise. They just see him as an. I asset. I think United see it in the yeah. way that if they can even get five million from him, yeah, on a transfer fee is better than letting him go for free, even though it might clear up the wage bill. Yeah. So I, I, I don't blame. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I kid. Um, no, yeah, carry on. Yeah, carry on. I was gonna say, I, I, I can see it from United's perspective as well because he's an experienced Prem player, right? Yeah. He's, he's been in the team for years, playing at a high level, right? Obviously, not the same level as, you know, with with the Fergie team, but at least playing at you know top six level. So, I, I don't blame United for trying to hold out to see if someone would come and buy him, but equally, who would want to buy him? Yeah. And I think that's been our issue. We've been we've we've got players similar of the similar elk of Jones and I mean even I know Matt is doing his courses with us and there's an opportunity for him to become an ambassador. But even in that sense, he's not going to get many much game time for us, right? Um, so we should have moved. That's him the on. thing. I, I, yeah. I don't know why we gave these idiots yeah. like one year yeah. contracts for what, man. Matic is the only one that I would somewhat justify, even though he's not at that same level as we were saying before, where we have frailties in yeah. that position. So I would have I also mean, pushed Fred along this summer window. Yeah. I would have had him. I, think, I would have pushed him a few years ago, mate. I think he, this is the thing. I see players that are not movable, right? So I know Fred would never have gone this window, right? Or even, you know out of the door on the thing is, didn't he have a like an amazing copper like copper yeah America he did actually. Brazil. perfect yeah. time to move him along yeah that's what i mean he, do you know what i mean his market would have gone up people would have actually seen the real fred like obviously at shack he was playing a different position compared yeah. to what he's playing now um but yeah just just getting gone like chelsea <laughs> recouped all their money that they yeah. bought yeah. lukaku yeah. for this 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 season yeah. and in it just goes to show, like next season, we was having this talk um, over WhatsApp. I could obviously, uh, mm-hmm. obviously, you believe quite strongly we are in for Declan Rice. I don't disagree, but I feel like we'll face very, very strong competition. 
from I Chelsea. Will, I think the issue and the reason why I think we are in for Declan Rice is I think from a lot of the reports that came out this window was that Ali wanted his first targets, right? And if he yeah. couldn't get his targets, he wasn't going to go for anyone else. So yeah. I think Rice is his number one target. I don't I don't see any other player that fits his kind of mold. Well, well, I, know, would you, um, I know this is a bit of a weird shout, but what do you think about Jude Bellingham? I don't know if we would be in for him again. I mean, maybe we would be. Not but going I think... in for him, but, but would, would you, would to, you to think play he's... Oh, yeah, def- oh, definitely. Play I, I, again, he's not a DM, though. He's a, a box-to-box, right? Box-to-box, so yeah. if Pogba leaves, then definitely why not go for him, right? He's an ideal replacement for Pogba. And he's at a higher level than most yeah. you know, teenagers, right? So, yeah. But then I think next season, I think I can see Liverpool going in for him. I can see Chelsea going in Liverpool for him. Liverpool have um, that Curtis Jones. So... But then again, yeah. Henderson is leaving. So Henderson's leaving. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Liverpool's a good shout, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. So I mean, I'm surprised they didn't buy any a midfielder this year. Um, and that's another chat about rivals. But the fact for our for us as a midfield and in terms of letting people go, it's been an issue for us for years. It's not yeah. just now, right? We've had this kind of problem going back to Fergie. We wouldn't so I mean the, the craziest record that I saw the other day was right that James is our fourth um, highest income transfer received do you know that after Ronaldo? I saw that I saw that yeah in yeah, terms so of Ronaldo, um, players Lukaku, out yeah. Maria, and then James and then right? James yeah wow. crazy and so he's like, less than 30 million right yeah exactly right so that kind of shows us that we can't get rid of players yeah. and we've had this issue for such a long time yeah. um, next season I mean this season, my kind of review for this window is 8 out of 10. Ideally, I think we have improved, but we still have yeah. a gaping hole in our team. And yeah, this chat of you know winning the league, I can't see that happening. I no. expect 85 points minimum um, and expect us to... I think this team is probably built more for the Champions League, a, a long yeah, run I in the Champions so. League, um, or a cup run. But in terms of the league and in terms of squad depth, we just don't have it. And then it goes to Donny as well. Donny, is he going to get a chance in this midfield, right? Is this going to happen in this midfield three? So we still I have... Feel like, a... um, I feel like Ole is telling a little bit of porky pies there about Donny. And, and um, it's, it's quite <laughs> There's sad. something weird going on there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not right. I feel like he's just keep telling him that, keep him happy. But I don't understand the and reason And then maybe go come January, he might try to like sling him on. Okay. But then again... Oh, I I could be wrong. I I I don't know the reasoning behind yeah. it. Like like you said, it's yeah. if he is playing like this funny game, what what is it for? Yeah, you know maybe I mean? maybe maybe there's a realization and probably realized quite earlier on that he's a player that wouldn't fit into our system. I mean, I I I can see him fitting into our system. Yeah, yeah. But he would need to wait wait his time to come into the system. Yeah, but he came into maybe, our squad yeah. very yeah. early. Yeah, I just think we don't, don't we didn't sign him as a, a six or an eight. I think we signed yeah. him solely for a ten position, right? Yeah. And then you can't really mm-hmm. drop Bruno at all for that because of the way and, he goes on, right? Yeah. So and then, Pogba wants to play that position as well now. I'm sure he's going to want to play that so, role when the wingers come back. So. So then you 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 kind of have to shoehorn him into a six or an eight, and he's definitely not a six for us, right? He's he's more of an eight in terms of what he did at the Ajax and what he does for the Dutch team as well. So he can play in that pivot, right? But then I would never play him next to Fred because then you've got both of them pressing and going forward and there's no one consistently sitting there. Yeah. Matic in preseason 
Dunny and Matic look really good because Matic just sat there. Um, but this is where you know I, I noticed. Um, yeah? I noticed when he was playing with Scott, like him and Scott, Donny and Scott, and then say, for example, Fred and Donny, none of them would pass to him. Like, I, yeah, I don't know yeah. if you guys noticed this, like last couple of seasons or whatever, when he was last actually season, playing in games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they refused to pass him the ball. Everyone else would pass him the ball apart from them two. And it's, it's just like, what are you doing? The guy, the geezer's world class. He's better than both of you put together. Do you know what I mean? Show the guy some respect. Give him the ball. Let him do what he does. Who's that, Donny? Yeah, yeah. But these these guys, they refuse to pass him the ball. I, I think I don't there's know if a you good shout now or not. But yeah, and I saw that. I saw that. And, and I think there's a good yeah. shout now to play Donny and Scott next to each other. I think yeah. if Scott's given the kind of consistency to be disciplined to sit in that hole. Um, and just protect the back line and allow Donny to push on and do the links up, link ups with Bruno and Sancho and Pogba. And we can see a better version of Donny to carry that board for midfield. Yeah. I think one thing that I noticed from the Wolves game, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but when we came in at second half, nobody mm-hmm. passed the ball to Fred. Did you notice? Like they basically Pogba dropped deep and then they literally forgot about Fred and he was there just to break up play. Um, yeah. and ball retention he wasn't there to like link up the play so we already you know kind of handicapped when we're going into teams with Fred who can't yeah. his passing ability isn't great right we all understand yeah. that and that's being respectful I think Donny deserves a chance in this and if he isn't then where has this deal come from why have we brought him in and why has he been kept do, do, do you think it could also be linked to Pogba's situation because it could be yeah um, it could be I know, I know everyone says Pogba's a six. And, I mean, he has the attributes to be a six, but he doesn't want to play in a six role, right? Yeah. What we know Pogba to be more box-to-box or more attacking. So, I don't know. I think it's a safety, a safety net. Yeah, safety. He goes, right? Panic buy sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, obviously, when you when you look at that IX team, the lit left that year, the young left yeah. for Barca, and what's it? Uh Ziyech left for... Did he leave that same season? Ziyech came out the year... The year after was... Year after. Was it year after? Yeah, and he came after. last season, right? Yeah. He came last season. Last and Danny yeah, yeah, came last season. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, just, yeah. I'm just thinking yeah. of all the Ajax players leaving. Um, but yeah, they all the Dutch players basically left Ajax in that same season. And Donny, like, not many teams would say no to buying him. Yeah, and no, I think I mean, a few general, team, there were a few yeah. teams in for him at the time. I think Barca was a big shout. Madrid was, as well. You, was it Madrid? Yeah. yeah. I, the I thing genuinely is, I was think having this, a chat been, with yeah. um, others as well, and I was saying, like, Barca are in a financial crisis right now. Why don't we just go in, clean up for De Jong? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a young guy. Bought, but you, you can imagine his wages, right? His wages, yeah, but he, he knows, like, he's going to be a first-team player. Yeah. And you could just get, get rid of Fred, gone. Do you know what I mean? Get rid of Matic, gone. Do you know what I mean? Then you've got De Jong and McTominay. Yeah. Two you, CDMs. But... Where do you think we're going to go in the next window then? So or if you say, where do you think our next priorities are going to be in? I wouldn't be think... I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Ole goes back for Trippier in January. I would <laughs> yeah. not be surprised. I would not be surprised. And I think... Depending could, on how that deal, does, yeah. Uh, I think that uh, deal could come off. Mm-hmm. Um if providing like Atletico Madrid play ball with us, mm-hmm. uh, then come summer, I think it's guns ho for probably, I don't know, CDMs. Yeah, definitely. And maybe, and maybe, obviously, we have to see the Pogba situation. 
but from what I can see now, January probably Trippier, um, summer big defensive midfielder, and possibly Haaland. Yeah, think? possibly a striker and Haaland. And I yes, th- yeah, I completely forgot about that position, but <laughs> yeah. I, I, but then at the same time, I don't know. Haaland could go to what Man City. Yeah. Do you know what I, I mean? Yeah. I, I don't or think Munich. Yeah. Like these 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 teams can cough up the money as well. 100%. I don't see him going to Chelsea. Um, he, he, obviously Harry Kane's now signing a new contract with Tottenham. Yeah. Do you um, think we'll yeah. sign another striker? I mean, if 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 not Haaland, do you think we'll go in for someone else if we if we lose that opportunity? I think I think all of the striker talk will have to rely on how. Yeah. How Greenwood develops this season? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. if if they look at Greenwood and they see him becoming more of a centre forward, they put Bell Shell with a striker deal, right? And they'll see that Ronaldo's still got a year and an optional for a third, right? So if, even if Cavani leaves, um, we will still have Ronaldo and Greenwood for that kind of role. I think it will be interesting. Cavani will leave. Yeah, Cavani will leave, right? I so think after keep, this season he'll go. Yeah, he'll definitely go. And then it's Martial as well. So is Martial going to stay? If he's going to be moved on, do we replace him? Um, but my kind of thinking for next season is if Pogba does go, and that's basically, get, we're going to know by January, right? Yeah, if Pogba yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. sign by January, we will know that he's probably going to sign with Madrid or PSG by January. Then they've got from January till the summer window opening that they know that Pogba's left and you've got to replace that midfielder. And then you've also got to get a DM in. So we need two midfielders, actually. But, but, but do you think but we'll then, replace Pogba? I, 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 I think we have to. I was just going to come I think we have to. The point of having De Jong there, I think we won't need to, providing De Jong stays, obviously. If Pogba goes, then you can play Bruno and De Jong. And then obviously uh, Don, have... Uh, not De Jong. Donny, Donny, Donny. yeah, sorry. Yeah. Fucking hell, getting carried away. Um, but yeah. <laughs> But if you look at next summer, right, and I realistically look at the midfielders, you've got Pogba who could leave. We know yeah. Matic will most likely leave next season, right? Because Matic can't I'm stay hoping, another year. I'm hoping Mata goes as well. And Mata as well, right? So you're losing three kind of midfield players in one kind of year. So we definitely need two, I'd say, next season. But, yeah, and that means... But... I And this is my thinking, and this is where I, I think we should go for down the route, is go for Rice... And go for yeah. Neves, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Because Rice and Neves will be cheaper. Or even if it's not Rice and Neves, you go for Rice and Basuma. Both of them, you can get them on good wages and a low fee. Well, Rice will be high, but Basuma wouldn't be that high in terms of fee. Yeah, there's there's terms, um, term, there's talks of uh, Liverpool also going in for Basuma this January. Yeah, yeah. I can see so that happening as well. Yeah. I, I think I, but, um, yeah. There's, there's a lot of things going on. I mean, when you like... When you t- when you think about wrapping it up as a whole and looking at us, like just specifically United's transfer window, it has yeah. been successful. It's been a, yeah. an amazing window, and I think this yeah. has been nothing short than one of our better windows than we've had even since. Yeah, Fergie, it's been I the best say. window. It's yeah. been the best yeah. since Fergie left. Yeah, yeah. And I I, I can't um, like even under Fergie, when was our better windows than this? Could you even yeah. think of one? Um, and I think they've done really well. And it's more down to the fact that, you know, a lot of these players were, you know, nearing their end of their contracts, which is going to happen more often, right? We're going to go into this kind of scenario now where they will run down their contracts and you can pick up um, players on the cheap. 
I don't know if you guys have seen the list of yeah, players yeah, that yeah, have no, contract yeah, yeah. for next season. Yeah, right? next year, yeah. So it, it's something yeah. that's going to come. We already and... saw it this year as well, right? Yeah, Sorry, Akid, with exactly. PSG. Look at the signings yeah. they made, right? So they are bargains like, what, available. 70-odd million yeah. on a transfer, and that was Hakimi. Yeah. And what they but brought I'm, in I'm, is crazy, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad um, Hakimi turned down Chelsea as well in that respect. Um, <laughs> Because having him and James on that right-hand side would have been a problem. Yeah, just, definitely. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Sorry, just coming back to the point you were saying about um, transfers for next season. Um, so I think that United probably will want a striker but mm-hmm. and a defensive midfield player. And the third priority could be a Pogba replacement. But then for all three of those positions, I don't think we'll go out and do any panic buys. We have yeah, set and we haven't done play. that, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what you've seen. We'll have yeah. set targets. With the striker, yeah. I know it's Haaland. I can't see anyone else, us yeah. going for anyone else. Um, with, with, with the Pogba position, this is where I think Jude Billingham, we've, we've had that sort of connection with him. There's been rumours around that. That could be a player we go in for. I don't know how, like, how on, like, real that link is. And then with the DM, it's, it's Neves or Rice first or Basuma. Yeah, and if yeah. we can't get any of those players, I don't think we'll do a panic buy and go for some no. random player. Do you guys think, I mean, this is probably a long shot, but do you guys think Ghana improves and he comes into the team? I, I mean, for me, for me, I generally think Matic leaves and that spot for Matic goes to Ghana. And then if Pogba goes, we leave, we replace Pogba and get. You might, you might get, a, yeah, you yeah. might get a run in like a few cup games or something like that. Something small against, I don't know, say if we get like bloody Fleetwood Town or some shit. But <laughs> uh, I'd, it's for him to come into that United eleven and like when we think player. of the best players yeah. that have played there, like Carrick, for example. It's, you're not gonna find that in him. He it's yeah. early days. I haven't like, seen enough. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen uh, enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's too much of a big risk. Yeah, not yeah. only with his confidence, it, it's going to cause United. So, to do you drop think points. he needs another loan after this as well, or probably two th- seasons, two three seasons, easily? Yeah, I, right, I don't okay. think he's here for the next couple of years, unless unless he turns up and proves us wrong. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. he could. He could. Yeah, but... of course. Yeah. So let's try wrapping this up. Um, I'm going to ask each of you your transfer so reviews or your score out of ten for the window. Your favorite, I know we've, we've got brought in Ronaldo, so both of you are probably going to say Ronaldo. But from the four that we have signed, um, the most underrated player to come through the season for us, right? So I'll, I'll start and I'll say, for me, I think it'll be Varane, um, just shoring up our defense and his impact will be higher than most of the rest of the players that we have. Solely because what he will do will go under the, like, under the blanket, like no one will notice it. Um, but his kind of impact with Maguire and Wimbisaka, it will allow us to kind of have that kind of stable foundation for the rest to flourish. And then in terms of the review of the window, I definitely think it's been an eight out of 10 window. Um, and my expectations for the season have to be now um, 85 points minimum in the league um, and then a cup run. And Oli has to really try and win a, league, a cup, right? He should have won the cup last season, but now... He has no kind. You can't even use the no midfield as an excuse mm. because the resources and the tools mm-hmm. that he's been given this window, yeah. he has to succeed or somehow show yeah. us yeah. succession. Basically, so even if we come close, you know, to the title, and we're within what four or five points, 
I still class that as progression. And I think even if we finished third and we did that, that's progression, right? Or even if we did that in fourth, that's still progression because we're really close to the title. For you guys? Yeah, Rahul, well, you want to go first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll agree with you. Um, I'll probably say um, eight and a half strong nine sign-ins that we've made like all together. Um, I also agree with you in terms of Varane. Um, uh, obviously, what worries me, the only worry that I have of him is the physicality of the Prem, like these strikers and, do you know what I mean, other, like, just strength-wise. But he, I've already seen spells of him talking to Wambasaka, helping him improve. And to be honest, I'm just glad Lindelof's not playing there. Um, uh, what were the other questions? So, underrated yeah. sign-in. Out of yeah. 10, and what else? Sorry, yeah, your expectations for the season have to win a trophy, have to, otherwise, uh, for a me, decent trophy, go, decent uh, trophy, or any trophy, regardless, bro. It's trophy, it's got to be trophy. It's, yeah. yeah, it's got to be silverware this season. Like last mm-hmm. season, uh, I almost started crying, do you know what I mean? <laughs> lost to the yellow submarines, <laughs> like we should not have lost that game, yeah. Obviously, Maguire yeah. was missing. That was like a big, big miss. Like yeah, even when you saw yeah. it with England, even though Tyrone Mings was there, but when he walks back in, even watching it on telly, you feel that presence. Like okay, yeah. We've, yeah. we've got like a leader. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that's me done. Has to win a yeah. trophy, otherwise he's yeah. gone. Sorry. Yeah, I th- I think for me probably sum up the transfer window same as Rahul eight eight to nine. Um, Ronaldo. I know even though we didn't get a DM and for me, that would have been a priority, but the fact we signed Ronaldo pushes that up. Like, like we said, it's probably one of our best transfer windows in, since I can remember. I think in terms of um, player to kind of stand out, I'm going to say Ronaldo, even though we've got Varane and I agree with what both of you said about Varane, his impact for the defence. But I think if, if, Varane, if Ronaldo clicks, and I believe he will click uh, based on the fact that he's not the only person that we're going to be relying on on that team. So it will alleviate pressure off him. And I think he's an intelligent player to adapt to the Prem today. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he can, he can do some special things for us. And um, in terms of expectations, for me, I don't think a sort of a, a Carabao Cup or whatever it's called today um, will we'll cut it. Um, I'm even, I even feel a bit, uh, I even feel that an FA Cup is not good enough for us. <laughs> Whilst I would take it, mm-hmm. I think it should be the league or it should be the um, the Champions League. Those are my expectations, but I'm not realistic in terms of us being able to go and get that. So if we can push and maybe, all right, FA Cup, maybe, you know, win, win two cups, you know, the lesser cups, um, and push for a league, uh, a high league finish or a challenge at least. I, w- yeah. I would call that a good season. Um, and agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Because yeah. I, okay. yeah. yeah. I was so going to say, Ollie, on, yeah, sorry. Yeah. If oh, I end it on this, then, so say if he doesn't win a cup at all, but yeah. we come, say, within three points of the title, is that a successful season for you guys? No, he's gone. He's, he's, I'm sorry. I, I don't think. I me, don't think he goes for, for me. That. I think. I've, I've, I think uh, actually, I've, I've, you you take that as progression because I've had looking at this team, sorry. looking at yeah, yeah, looking at this team, right? <laughs> but looking at this team, right? If you look, they've come three points within the title. Someone's won it. They were they were challenging for the league all season. 
and we still knew that we needed to fix the midfield. Then you go, okay, he's done well in this season. It's progression based on last season, right? And let's give him another season, see what he can pull out. Yeah, right. you so know, let me just let me just intervene quick here. Regardless, put transfers aside, if Arteta can win the FA Cup with that dead squad, yeah, and Ole can't win nothing with our squad compared to theirs, you're telling me he's got he's staying. Come on, bro. But come on. And yeah. and the transfers he's brought in, the player caliber. Yeah, the Arsenal yeah, are getting right relegated there. this season. <laughs> Arsenal are getting relegated this season. But do you know what I mean? If if Arteta yeah. can do it with that dead squad, yeah. um, I, think I don't remember his cup run. Hard. He might have had an easy cup run, but yeah. but regardless, like he's got to win a trophy. But for yeah. me, but... in order for me to say Ole's going to stay, he's got to win a trophy. Yeah. I think it is, get, sorry, it is getting hard to defend the Ali. Like in, yeah. not even defend, but like give him excuses or say, oh, he has, he can do it and get away with yeah. it. But because this now season, I think yeah, it's, it's, he's it's, probably got one yeah. of the best 11s in the league and he has to do something. Not even than that. that. In, yeah. yeah, in world football, when football. you think about yeah. it, like, it may not yeah. be like, it may not be top three or top five, but it's, it's up there. Like, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Especially the attack. Look yeah. at the attack, right? Yeah. Um, Akid, if we, if we go down to the wire, if we mm-hmm. come points within first, I think it would be a successful season. Yeah. As hard as hard as it is to accept another trophyless season, we know how hard the league is, especially due to competition, right? Yeah. Um, and the the general level across, you know, the lesser teams. So if we can sort of get one point, goes down to the final one point three point, goes down to the final day. I think that's a massive improvement because I think we're already written off for the league this year, right? Yeah. No yeah. one's no one's looking at our team even with the um, addition of Ronaldo and saying United can do this. People are saying, yeah, it's still Chelsea. I'm saying it's still Chelsea. City, Liverpool are still there. I think it's, um, I think it's Chelsea, I think it's Chelsea yeah. for me. I just yeah. think even Chelsea with the Liverpool Chelsea, signing, yeah. even with the soul signing, they just showed Liverpool up everything. Haven't, um, yeah. Liverpool yeah. haven't had much hype around them, which obviously causes them to be a dark horse, less pressure for them. They can just be like, okay, no one's focusing on us. Let's take it game by game. Do you know what I mean? And just yeah. do their thing. And obviously, when they turn up, they they turn up. Now Virgil's back. Who else is due to come back? Gomez, um, Robertson yeah. slowly coming you... back. So so yeah. we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. 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 We'll so see. thanks, boys. We'll, we'll thanks. save that combo yeah. for another day. Yeah. I think we will do another one. We'll do a rival finishes talk or as well. Summit or rival talk. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to get Before some games. rival fans on as well, so it might be a nice one to embed into the devil's whistle um channel as well so thank you everyone for watching and listening to the devil's whistle transfer review podcast um subscribe to our youtube twitter and instagram pages and see you next till the next one thanks everyone